Hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio. Um, and I just want to welcome you all today. Um, I don't know what the weather is like where you are, but here it's very snowy and slushy and yicky. So I hope that it's better wherever you are. And um, I, I'm really excited about our show today. So before I do that, I'm just going to introduce Keys to Clarity Radio to you, and then we'll talk about what we're going to be discussing today. And I'm really excited about the guests we're going to have today. So you're on Keys to Clarity Radio. Um, I'm your host, Louise Crooks, and I'm a small business coach to coaches and holistic practitioners. I'm a speaker, radio show host, of course, and Facebook and online marketing strategist. I'm all about getting the word out about what's possible in your business, doing it authentically, being visible, creating a profit, and helping the world at large through your actions. I really believe in spiritual alignment with all that you do, in living this way we can create the lives we truly desire. I love social media as a way to help solopreneurs build their businesses, which is one of the reasons why Key Security Radio was born at the beginning of 2008. KTC Radio is here to support solopreneurs, and I spell that S-O-U-L-opreneurs, to success through spiritual, personal, and business growth, through the expertise of the most amazing guests. So feel free to browse the archives to find recordings of previous shows with the guests, the likes of Marsha Weeder, Addie Brown, Michael Port, Greg Moores, Mary Allen, Michael Lozier, to name a few. And I'll be shortly adding the guests that we have today to that uh, illustrious list. And uh, be sure to get updates from me about upcoming shows. Um, the content is, is just so great. It really helps to support you in your business growth. So just enter your email address in the box on the show profile and just look for where the hummingbird resides. And you'll see the little, little box there to fill in. And if you'd like to learn more about me, uh, read my blog and get great tips and resources and find out about my services, you can go to keystoclarity.com. Uh, remember to get your free report there where I share how to avoid costly mistakes most business owners make in the first few years of business so you can create the shining success, a shining success with the path of least resistance and not end up going back to a J-O-B. So with that being said, I'd love to uh, introduce our um, guest and topic today, let me tell you a little bit about the topic first. So today our title, the title of our call is Supercharge Your Income Through Innovation, Say No to Info Crap and lead to, uh, Leap to the Head of the Pack. Um, that sounds like a really interesting title to me. I'm, I'm excited about it. And, you know, if you're tired of putting all your effort into marketing a program or product you've sweated to create and produce nothing but a tiny little output like five sales or in an added insult to injury, you get two returns and, and nothing less than uh, you know very little to show for it except perhaps a big expense bill. Um, uh, you know, I'm really excited to introduce my guest today. He's going to um, help you to discover how to cut through the noise in an overwhelmed market and dominate your category with ideas that turn into real cash quickly. And I know for one that I'm really interested in this topic. You know, I've, um, I've had that experience myself, painfully, uh, painful to admit, but there it is. And I know that there are a number of entrepreneurs or solopreneurs out there 
who have had the same experience too. So I know um, our guest today is really going to add cells to that, to, you know, to those injuries, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, to our bank account and perhaps to our egos too. So without further ado, I really want to welcome our esteemed guest today and one of my coaching mentors, Ali, uh, uh, Andrea J. Lee. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm really well, Louise. So happy to be here, and thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to have you here today. Wonderful. I'm just going to introduce you and give, give our listeners a little bit of background about you, Andrea, just in case some of them haven't heard of you, although I'm sure a lot of them will. Mm-hmm. Um, before Sounds we good. dive into this wonderful topic. Sounds yeah. terrific. So just to, just to let you know um, a little bit about Andrea, Andrea Jaley is an entrepreneurial futurist with her finger on the pulse of the entrepreneurial spirit and how it um, can show up to change the world. Throughout her life, Andrea has done one thing, help those she loves make money. Not once, but twice, she has helped reinvent the coaching industry and knows just one thing for sure. The entrepreneurial spirit is everywhere, looking for a place to make a difference. She is a trusted source of coaching pioneer Thomas Leonard's intellectual property, the architect behind the Pink Spoon marketing craze. And her company was named by Seth Godin and Fast Company magazine as one of the extraordinary bull market companies helping the client stand out and prosper. Andrea invites you to enjoy her views of the entrepreneurial landscape and five of the most popular chapters from her claim book on thought leadership, Money, Meaning, and Beyond, 27 Unexpected Ways to Create What Really Matters, by going to andreajlee.com. Um, and I, re- I recommend that you check that out um, because it's uh, what, uh, the books that uh, Andrea has written are fabulous and really give some wonderful information. And on that note, for everyone listening, I'm going to be doing a draw today, um, a special draw for one of Andrea's books. And it's actually the other one that she wrote, which is Multiple Streams of Coaching Income. In fact, in fact I think it's three, isn't it, you've written, Andrea, is it? <laughs> there are a few different things, yes, but you know what? <laughs> Multiple streams of coaching income was the original, and you know what they say, a lot of times an author's first book is their best. I hope that that's not necessarily true, but I think multiple streams is a great one. I'm glad you're going to make that the prize. It really is. So I'm just going to encourage everyone out there, um, I'm going to do the draw by the end of the day tomorrow so that people who are listening to the recording also get a chance to... um, to uh, get the, get this book. It's a fabulous book, Multiple Streams of Coaching Income um, by Andrea. So so what I want you to do, if you would like to um, to get into that draw, is just uh, email info at keys to clarity. That's info at keys to clarity. It's spelled out three words, um, keys to clarity.com. Okay, and then I will do the draw and I will send out um, a note saying who won won the book. All right, so without further ado, I want to get into this topic, Andrea. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, and I'm sure a lot of people out there do as well, because you know, I'm sure a few people balked at the, at the words info crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'd love to know what that means and... 
I mean, it sounds pretty funny, and I, I'm a, it, it, but it's real and, and pretty serious, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the statistics with regards to the amount of information that is collected on the Internet, uh, on web pages, in social media networks, as you know so well, Louise, um, all the places that information is increasing on a daily and sometimes hour-by-hour or minute-by-minute basis is, if you pause for a moment, really quite astounding. You just take a moment to get quiet and reflect. Consider how much information is being created around us. Thank goodness it's digital, right, Louise? Because if it weren't and it were paper, we would be drowned and the earth would have fallen through the the Milky Way and, you know, torn a a hole in the fabric of the universe by now because there is a lot of it, (laughs) right? And don't you think we're more prolific because of the online um, aspect of it? Right, it's easier to create information. And so because it is easier, my my thing, Louise, as you know, is that it we have more responsibility to take in creating great information, not just regurgitated information that is already in existence in a thousand places on the Internet. Yeah. It's our responsibility to innovate, add something to the conversation so that it's a forward, progressive piece of information rather than just that same old, same old info crap, as I call it. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I know that um, you know the, the idea of info crap is just so, you know, it's, it's overwhelming what's out there as well. It's just, you know, the amount of it is just, as you were saying, is, is is crazy and it is very overwhelming, particularly for many of us um, solopreneurs out there having to deal with it all. Right. Um, so, so it's part of that. You know, I was just going to say that you know it is important for us to take responsibility for taking that step into being more innovative around what it is that we put out there and not not uh, regurgitating the same stuff. Right. And so, from a business owner's perspective, as you point out, there are sort of two things with regards to InfoCrap that we could we could make immediately useful for our listeners today, if you like, Louise. And that is, number one, protect yourself at all costs from InfoCrap. Choose what you listen to wisely, like you're listening to Keys to Clarity Radio, where Louise carefully selects who she interviews and the questions she asks so that it is progressive and not info crap. Choose not to listen to other people who are just republishing articles from 2006 and how many places have you read the same thing. Make sure you declutter your own life, your office, um, your computer of info crap because when you do, you will find that things are much lighter. Things you will have breathing room to relax your shoulders and not feel like you're so flipping behind all the time. Sorry, Louise, <laughs> I had to say it. You, you know, info crap, the way it accumulates, it has a really insidious effect. It makes it you really feel like does. you're. You know, I have like 75 ebooks. I haven't read them yet. How is that going to help you be productive and create something good and earn, earn money and have a great life? In no yeah. way does it contribute to you. So you have to be vigilant as number one, um, getting rid of, so proactively here at the beginning of the year, um, or I, I don't care if you're listening to this in November, wherever you are, 
-hmm. in the calendar is a good time to declutter your life and your business from InfoCraft. And then, like you say, the second part as a business owner is take responsibility for making sure what you produce is the very best, strongest, most amazing content you possibly can. And that's because... You know, what goes around comes around. If you create good stuff, only good stuff is going to come back to you. But also, you know, as a business coach with a focus on helping people get from six figures to seven, Louise, I mean, people ask me this question. You and I have had some excited discussions around this too. You know, yeah. how can I make my business do better? How can I earn more money? How can I make more my things sell more? Well, yeah. the answer is right here, right at the beginning of your show. It's... Make sure you have something truly amazing to say first. Then yeah. the marketing and sales of it will become much more easy. Uh, so I think uh, the, the next question then, um, Andrew, would be, you know, how do we start to do that? How do we start to be more innovative in in the way that we create um, information? Um you know that's palatable, that's easy to market, all of those things. What what is it? What is it that we can do to to get started in that way? There are kind of three steps that I I, I like to think are very useful. So hopefully everyone can actually put these into practice right away. The first thing is to ask what everyone else is doing. So if you want to do something different, right, you have to know what everyone else is doing first, so you can not do that. <laughs> Makes sense, right? So funny, but it's true. Like lots of people skip this step. It's like, well, I want to be amazing. I want to be, well, have you checked out what other people are doing so you can know what's amazing? You know, you you, you can't shine like a star if you don't know that the night sky is black, right? You have to know that the night sky is black first before you can say, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a not black thing, so I'll shine, right? So Look where everyone else in your market is first. I don't care whether you're a bookstore owner, you sell coffee beans on the webs, uh, you are you know, a tour guide, you are a social media expert. What is everyone else doing? In- yeah. Investigate that, right, Louise? Not in a way yeah. to say, oh, you know, I get to copy them or hear whatever, any, any of that, which I know our listeners wouldn't be wanting to do, but it's to say, all right, great. That's where everyone else is. Now, the second question is, where are they not? Now that you know what they are doing, what are they not doing? The holes, the places where people are not servicing um, clients, they're not providing answers, gaps, um, questions that are, you know, maybe really obvious, but everyone's assumed um, that, you know, the answers are present somewhere, but they're actually not. That's where you start to get the intriguing, you know, now that might be an interesting hole to fill. And this is where we start to become, start to get that bog of, aha, this might be a place I could stand that would be an amazing thing that would stand out in a crowded market. And then the third thing, there's quite a few different steps, but I want to give like a really juicy one that's really yeah. practical right away. So if I could, I, I, let me suggest you get a piece of paper out if you can. And if you're driving, certainly don't because, you know, safety first and all that. <laughs> but um, if you can, <laughs> later on, if you're listening as you're working out or whatever, good for you for working out, by the way. I love it. Um, draw two circles that are overlapping in the middle. 
Many of us might know this um, as a two-circle Venn, V-E-N-N. It's a Venn diagram. It comes from the science world. Um, but it's very simple. It's really just two circles, one on the left, one on the right, and kind of overlapping in the middle. It looks like um, a MasterCard logo. Okay? This is, and at the top of this, as the title, so you know what this is after you hang up and, not, and don't ask yourself, what was Louise and Andrea going on and about this weird circle thing? Um, <laughs> put at the top, peanut butter cup. And then put um, A-B combination. Okay, I'm going to explain what this is because you asked a great question, right, Louise? Look, what can we do? That's great. I don't want to create InfoCraft, but what can I do now to start innovating, right? So let's answer that question really solidly. Um, peanut yeah. butter cup and A-B combination. Mm-hmm. Um, in the left-hand circle that you've just drawn, right, peanut butter? Mm-hmm. And then in the right-hand side, right, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Then in the middle where these two things overlap, the peanut butter and chocolate overlap, draw an arrow out from that little piece and write peanut butter cup. Okay. What are we saying? What is this? This is very strange, right, Louise? Like, I don't know how many guests you've had who've talked about peanut butter cups or other food or anything <laughs> like that. But this is my way of modeling what I teach. You know, I try to you create. You are the first, a, Andrea. <laughs> a little bit of an innovative way of teaching, hopefully, that makes it really land for you so you can actually use it. Um, my version of not info crap, right? Hopefully, yeah. if I'm teaching about not having info crap, my information is not crap either. So peanut butter cup, what this, is, what this represents is in the day and age where there was lots and lots of chocolate companies, imagine for a moment that you're a chocolate company and you're trying to sell your chocolate, but you know there's so many people who are selling chocolate, you just can't get heard above the noise. In a very real sense, there's lots of info crap about chocolate. Oh, it's really high-quality beans and it's, you know, it's processed this way and the chocolate packaging is pretty much all the same and even all the logos of all the chocolate companies look the same. It becomes info crap. It's very much the same. So what are people not doing? Well, they're not combining it with other things. Mm-hmm. This is this is no longer true, but back in the day and age when it was all just plain chocolate, one day someone had the magic idea to combine it with peanut butter. And for that moment in time, it was a revolution in the chocolate company world. Yeah. Yeah. The amount Right? The amount of money that that company made. Don't you wish you were that company? Right, Louise? Besides, I love peanut butter and chocolate. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm not so fond of it, but, but certainly my husband absolutely loves it. And I had never come across it until I came to this country. And I thought, well, that's a very curious idea. But it, you're right. It, you know, when you combine two things together, it can really be very appealing. It's a huge, it's a leap forward to the head of the chocolate market through a simple innovation using a technique that's so simple, it's just combining new things. Yeah. Putting A plus B together where A and B were never combined before. And if you think about this business principle, you might think, ah, you know, it's just a wonderful radio show. Louise, you know, is such a great teacher and she has this guest. But this is actually a very strong business principle that seven-figure, six-figure, seven-figure, and multiple, multiple million-dollar businesses are built on this solid foundation of the A-B combination as a way to break through to the head of a market. 
And if you wow. like, we can talk a little bit more about real live business examples. But so the thing to do with this is to ask mm. yourself what your business is. Mm. Put that in the, in the left hand circle. So say for you, Louise, what would you say would you'd want to put in your A circle? Hmm. Um, visibility like, coaching. Okay, great. Visibility coaching. Excellent. Um, and, you know, as we know, this is a very important service um, that many people really need. And at the same time, I'm sure you would agree, there are other people in addition to you who are doing visibility coaching, and yet you are doing it in a very special way. You're combining it with a whole bunch of other things, in fact, right? Yeah. You're combining it with social media. You're combining yeah. it with radio shows. Right. You're combining, right? Right, yeah. So, and there's probably other things that you could continue to combine with in order to stay ahead of everyone and look to the future so you can embrace your entrepreneurial futurist, too. Right, So you'll never yeah. be the one that is following. You'll be the one that people chase because, yeah. man, she is cool. She is innovating. So that's just an example of how a business say, let's, you know, thanks for letting me use you as an example, Louise. Oh, um, <laughs> You know, like, and that's really what where, where people come to me to work to break through to that six figures or break through into the multiple seven figures is, is we need to get deep into this question of what is going to be so so different that people pursue you instead of you having to chase them. Mm. So that that is the ideal scenario, isn't it? Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens, Andrea? If if um, you know if people don't look closely at how they're being innovative, what are the pitfalls that that can happen? You know, if they're not paying attention to what they're doing when they are being in that sort of innovative um, space in their business. So they're innovating, and but they're they're kind of not sure where the pitfalls are because they're innovating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I mean, one thing that can happen, and and I I really appreciate you asking this question because, you know, I give this A B combination exercise, and it's so simple. It's child play, really, right? It's like you know, someone put a celery stick in a tomato juice, and all of a sudden we have a new drink. You know, it's a new A-B combination. It happens everywhere, and if you use your x-ray vision now going forward, you'll see, hey, Chinese food, sweet and sour. You know, that's a combination. Um, hey, uh, telesummits used to be really cool. Um, yeah. That was a combination between the phone and a conference. Right. Now that's not really that cool anymore. It's being done all over, so now we have video summits. It's a telesummit plus video, you know, so... All these yeah. A-B combinations around you that you can see that can inspire you to regularly require of yourself to take responsibility and, and create much better stuff than info crap. But the yeah. thing that is one of the first pitfalls, mm-hmm. and it's so important to say this, and I really hope you don't mind sort of emphasizing um, a little That's pausing, right. yeah, a little bit on this, is not to rush this process. Okay, not knowing is okay. If you're sitting thinking, that sounds great, and from these circles, you know, if you're 
like many people, you've probably drawn 10 million of these by now. You know, another set of circles. What other circles can I draw? And you get these pieces of paper with circles on them. Your your spouses yeah. are going to think you're nuts. But that's great. That's really good. It's kind of like Mozart crunching up paper with circles all over them, right? You can blame it on me. It's okay. Blaming it on the coach is always allowed. So <laughs> just tell the people who think you're crazy. It was this weird lady on Louise's show um, that told you to do this. Don't rush this process. That's my number one hope in my heart for you as you seek to break through as a leader in your industry. Um, Allow it to confuse you. Allow yourself to be confounded and stuck and, you know, tear your hair out and not know. Okay, you can send me your hairdresses, hairdressing bill if you tear your hair out so much you need, you know, a new cut. That is part of the process of birthing something great. Uh, If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. We are looking for that aging process of great combinations like fine wine in its casket. It needs a little bit of time. Okay. Meanwhile, while you're waiting and allowing yourself to not know, um, you know, you can be trying lots of little things that are just a little bit, you know, small examples of A-B combinations. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, Louise, a small example could be, hey, having two guests instead of one on this radio show. You know, uh-huh. like just always like in a little bit asking yourself to go that extra mile a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that gives you something practical to do while you're confused. But here's the thing that I'd like to really to give peace in your heart around the caveat that you asked about, what's the major pitfall, is if you think about it, real learning only happens when you do not know what to do. Deep learning absolutely only ever happens when you have no bleeping clue what will be next. If you already know if you're feeling great, you know exactly what you're going to do, you have your steps, et cetera, et cetera, guess what? You're not learning very much. Nothing sense. nothing new is happening. Mm. And that's why it's so easy to fall into this, this, this trap of just doing the same thing. Yeah. So embrace not knowing. Don't rush. The other thing is there is a little bit in terms of a pitfall, right, Louise, to get back to your question, you know, trying to be a good guest and not be too crazy with my answers, um, is to not be too, too far ahead. Oftentimes people will say, well, I have to be innovative, capital I-N-N-O-V-A-T-I-V, you know, innovative, innovative. Yeah. Actually, 10% innovation is enough. Right. Only 10% is enough. Is that surprising? Well, um, because I've I have had the privilege of of hearing you talk about this before, Andrew. No, mm, <laughs> so at mm-hmm. the time that I did hear it, I was amazed actually, it, it, because it seemed so simple, you know, to um, for it to be only that little bit different, you know. But mm-hmm. at the same time, for us to allow ourselves to be able to grow and be innovative, but not to have to reinvent the wheel completely. Mm-hmm. Kind of lets you off the hook in a sense, you know, to to not be so out there or, or feel the need to be so out there um, that uh, you know it, it makes a huge difference, you know, when you when you look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, a great way to look at it is, you know, to to anchor that 
fact. It's like, well, some people resist it, right, Louise? It's like, no, 10% can't be enough. That's, you know, I actually had somebody on Twitter amazingly say, if you think 10% is enough, then you're the wrong person to be listening to. You know, you suck, basically. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, you know, I, I was really actually pleased to be able to engage in that conversation because the danger here is in innovating too far ahead. And if you do something that's way too far ahead, you will have not as many people understand it and fewer people purchase it and invest with you. Right. Um, I tend to push the envelope because, you know, I'm teaching this and coaching this and helping um, businesses with this. I use my own business as a laboratory. So oftentimes I'll take a really radical combination a radical A-B combination that's maybe 25, 30, maybe sometimes even, may God forgive me, 50% different, very radically different. And guess what? Like two, two and a half people show up. <laughs> Actually, it's not quite, but, you know, like we, we have something cool going on right now that is a perfect example of this. And like 25 people are showing up instead of, yeah. you know, 50, let's say. Yeah. But that's, that's my job as the mentor coach on innovation is to test those things so I can come back and then say, hey, don't innovate too much. You know what I mean? So, um, well, we all know, Andrea, as well, that you are the queen of innovation. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we know to look to you to be um, at the forefront of what you're doing and what uh, and to help us do that with what we're doing. So we're always going to be curious about what it is that you're up to. You right. know, so what is for you to, you know, step into that, that space of, of um, you know, such courage to, to do that? You know, some days it's it's tiring. <laughs> but, you know, it is exhilarating for sure to be the pioneer and the adventurer and the explorer. And that I get to do that and then bring back wisdom so that I can say, you know what, focus on 10% innovation. Hang around with innovative, you know, thought leaders, um, gifted teachers like yourself, Louise, um, so that you're continually nourished and inspired to not accept the status quo yeah. and yet not not rush it and not go too far. Um, 10% is enough. And I, cause I, I wanted to give this good example. If you put Louise, the lovely Louise Crooks, and her sweet accent that I never tire of listening to, <laughs> myself, Andrea Lee, Canadian, I haven't said A yet, I don't think, but I'll reveal myself later, I'm sure, <laughs> and then put a monkey, okay, Louise, don't be offended, I'm putting myself in here too, a monkey <laughs> beside us, okay, so you picture the three of us, right, if you're listening, just visualize, there's Louise, there's Andrea, and there's a monkey, <laughs> do you know, can you guess what percentage of difference in DNA is in fact in existence between Louise and I and this monkey. How much difference in our genetic makeup do you think is in existence? Louise and I genetically as human beings are the same, unless there's something about you that we don't know. You're from another planet. I know you're from South Africa, but you know, you know that's not another planet. You're still homo sapiens. I'm a homo sapien. We're the same. Sometimes it feels like it is. <laughs> yeah, it could sometimes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's touche. Good point. All right. But for the moment, if we assume that we're the same DNA, this monkey is only four, that's one, two, three, four percent. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. 
in its DNA from us as human beings. Yeah, wow. So, right? So when we say 10%, we're actually saying quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, so when you think about a monkey being quite different to us, you know, in, in radically different in, in a lot of ways, you know, that, um, and that's only 4%. That's, 10% is giving us a lot of leeway, really. <laughs> yeah. So when you're looking at this A-B combination exercise that you now have as a tool you can take away concretely, pragmatically from this show, um, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Throw in unexpected, easy-sounding things as your um, second piece to combine with what you're doing currently. Look for that, you know, just that little spark. Let it sit. Let it stew. Um, yeah. A little bit like chili, you know. It's better the next day. Leave it for a bit. Those are the main pitfalls. Don't rush. Don't go too far in your innovation. Don't be afraid to not know. Yeah. Don't you find, Andrew, that sometimes, um, you know, when the idea comes, that it, it can, it doesn't have to be a struggle. That I, I find sometimes, well, certainly with the business springboard, that um, it really just downloaded into my head one day out of the blue. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I think creating the space in our lives to get out of the info crap and the overwhelm of that allows these pearls to emerge. I think you're absolutely right. And for you, what I would say happened is not only did you commit to, um, you know, clearing your life of the crap and surrounding yourself with inspiration and teachers and, you know, sources of, you know, cool stuff, um, you didn't force it, you didn't rush it, you know, you allowed for that to naturally pop out, and then you took action on it, is the other thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So remind me what the business springboard is again. So the business springboard is a it, it, it is probably um, more like a, a Venn diagram, probably more like three or four Venn diagrams all sort of overlapping one another. Mm-hmm. And creating that ten percent difference in the middle um it's it's coaching it's uh marketing it's a radio show um and um it's really getting getting clear on on who you're serving so there's a there's a number a few different phases to it but um it's co- it's it's combining the uh, the coaching the radio show. Um, having visibility and having an info product. Those are the four, really, actually. Mm-hmm. So combining the four together, you know, is um, is being that, that 10% difference, difference. So I'm just so excited about it. You know, it's just such a powerful program. If anyone's listening and would, would like to um, check it out, they can go to thebusinessspringboard.com. That's thebusinessspringboard.com. Thanks for asking Andrea, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm very proud of it. It's my baby. It's a great example, really, of the simplicity and um, the simplicity of combining this principle, like I say, of big businesses that build based on this very same principle. An entrepreneur, a solopreneur, can do the very same thing and come up with something that's brand new and fresh, like the business springboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. So, Andrew, can you give us an example of something that you've done? Um, I know you you talked about something that you're doing currently. You know, if you want to talk about that or or something else that you've done that's worked really well. You know, is it is it, have you got any strong examples that you can share that you've done? 
Sure. Um, let's use the sort of teaching model that I, I laid out, and let's give a few examples from my business. That would be fun. Um, yeah. For example, we had um, the desire to do a live workshop. So we gathered, and Louise, you were there at the first one, weren't you? I that was. was. I fun. Fun. Um, so we had a live workshop called The Wealthy Thought Leader, and that was fantastic. But, you know, I've been at this innovation game for going on 10 years, there was no way I was going to do a workshop that was going to be the same as everyone else. So I looked around at what everyone else was doing. Okay, remember, that was the first step. What is everybody else doing? Okay, then I asked myself, what is everybody else not doing? And the answer that came was, everybody else is trying to get people to come to their local, their, their location. Our event was in Vancouver, and our next event is actually in Vancouver, too. And, you know, the job of getting everyone to come to Vancouver is the game that everyone is playing. You know, come to Vancouver, come to Vancouver, like this. Well, what everyone wasn't doing was saying, you know what, we will bring our Vancouver event to you using new technologies. So, I mean, I... Earlier today, I was meeting with my client from Italy. I have a client in Poland. I have several clients in Asia, um, a new client now in Belize based on the vacation. You know, how are they possibly going to come to Vancouver? And isn't it a shame that they can't come to Vancouver in May when we have our next event? Well, the B, the combination that I then you know, I went and I said, okay, well, A, B combination, circles, doing exactly what it is that we're talking about here today. I said, you know what, there, sh- uh, there must be a way to bring video, online video technology to the live workshop. Yeah. So in the A side was a live workshop, the same as everybody else. In the B side of the circle, it's video or simulcast technology. Now, most people will rem- will know simulcast technology from the Olympics or, let's say, New Year's Eve in the United States when Dick Clark is in, you know, in the Big Apple and that cir- that dome comes down and it's live. You're seeing it on your television or your computer and it's live. You're right there the second the New Year arrives. Well, this video simulcast technology, we combined with the Wealthy Thought Leader. And Louise, you know what? We did it twice so far. And the second time we did it, we had almost twice as many participants come to the second Wealthy Thought Leader as we had in person. We still had a lovely group come in person, like 75 people. But we had over 100 people come from nine different countries around the world to that same event. And this was a breakthrough in the live yeah. workshop market. It yeah. catapulted us to the front of the market. And now we have a new company called Your Events Without Borders, mm-hmm. which helps other people create the same kind of success. So oh, this oh. is a perfect example of how you can supercharge your income through innovation Yeah by being the first in your industry to have a simulcast event, for example. So this is one of the things that we're doing that's um, so fun, I have to tell you. When this hits, uh, it, it just, it's like it changes the game from scraping and trying to make another little sale and, you know, chasing people to try and close a sale to all of a sudden, you know what, people are coming to us. We are blessed that it's, you know, innovative enough that people are attracted and naturally inquire, inquire, inquire. No longer do we have to chase. Um, And, you know, all of a sudden we're not just an expert, but we're the authority. 
Yeah, that's fabulous, really fabulous. And I was really impressed with, with that, Andrea. And you know, also the part of it is, is not, it's not just about what other people are doing, it's what um, your clients really want and need. It's mm-hmm. what they're asking for, even though they might not know that they're asking for it. Yeah. You know, the fact that people couldn't necessarily travel or afford to travel in this current economy, you know, from various countries or, you know, that it's just not convenient to leave home uh, for a period of time and ca- travel across the world, you know, you're giving them the opportunity to be um, present and get great information and that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't say it better. It's just... I mean, my mission, as you can hear in the passion and the stories and then, you know, I've thrown my life into this. Like, we, we, we have a responsibility, really, as human beings to do better. Not, not that, you know, it's all about work or anything. I mean, we can do hammocks better. We can do vacations better. But, you know, if our job here as business owners was to do the same as everybody else, I truly don't think, I think we'd be extinct by now you know, as yeah. a species. Like, the day the person invented the wheel, uh-huh. that's what we're going for. It's not too high a bar. We're looking yeah. to add value in our businesses in a way that could be as revolutionary as the wheel. Not everything will be a wheel or a zipper or a safety pin or the miracle of flight, but if each of us will, in- will bit by bit embrace this idea of innovation as a constant in our business processes as we create new products, as we launch new things, um, as we speak with a client and encourage them to their greatness, um, that's really embracing our purpose, um, the reason we're here on this planet. So thanks for letting me be a bit of a a bra burner on this topic. I know I can be a little crazy about it, but... (laughs) <laughs> I love it. And, you know, it, it, you're really contributing, in a sense, to the evolution of us as human beings, you know, to, um, you think about over a span of 10 years, how far we've come, you know, with technology and, um, you know, what we're doing with it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're being that, you're being on the innovative, you know, um, cutting edge of that. Mm-hmm. You're contributing to our evolution as as human beings and and how we live our lives. Right, and each of us as entrepreneurs has that opportunity. Actually, you know, yeah. lots of us will go into entrepreneur, you know, build our own business because, well, hey, we we hate our job or we're getting away, we're running away from something. But there comes a time, and maybe it's now in this listening to this show with you, Louise. You know, that you stop and you say, you know what, there's more to being a small business owner than I thought. I actually have the power to create anything that I want. Mm. I I have the power to create anything. And yeah, it's pretty powerful. It can be challenging, right, when you're saying, well, I have a lot of expenses. I need to make some money. You know, what? enough of this bollocks of changing humanity. But the thing is, the two go hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you will lift your head up and look at the horizon and say, you know, what's happening in my market? What are other people doing? What are other people not doing? And how can I freshen what I'm doing so that it's even better, my best possible content? You will find your bills easier to pay. You will find it easier to earn more than your bills, sock away stuff, reach that financial freedom. And that's my my real passion for, for everyone who's listening because... 
you know, it's enough of grinding, 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 summing five things, getting two refunds and a slap in the face. You know, I'd rather yeah. stay in bed all day. Um, yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrea, um, thanks for sharing your um, your um, example of, of what you've been doing. You know, I think that's a very powerful example. And, I mean, that that's, um, you know, just, you know, shows how, you know, why you're one of my mentors because I, I really value the contribution you're making and, and how passionate you are about what you do and um, and helping us to be mm. passionate and innovative in our businesses. So, you know, it's wonderful to hear, you know, an example of what you're doing um, to showcase, you know, what we've been talking about today. Mm. Um, so, you know, it can feel quite challenging, the idea of, of innovation. Can you can you share something to inspire us to get started? Yeah, I would love, love, love to. Um, you know, a really easy way, and I mean, the A-B combination is a fairly simple and very clear way, so I want everyone to, you know, hang on to that one. It really, it's, it, I can't overemphasize how... Um, you know, it, it's probably misleading how simple it is because it truly is. This is the kind of thing that we do in boardrooms for corporations as well. So it's well, not... The, simple, the most simple is often the most impactful or effective. Right. It's. I mean, the rest of it is crap. It's like the simple stuff is the good stuff. So, yeah. you know, but in addition to that, another easy way into this in, innovation conversation, um, you know, you're like, okay, good, I'm there. I want to supercharge my income. I want to do it through innovation. I don't want the grind anymore. Um, think about what pisses you off. This is what I call the oyster grit principle. Um, yeah. You know, in an oyster, right, in an oyster, when you think about it, whether you love them or hate them, that's okay. Um, it's a piece of grit that through a very interesting process in an oyster, which we won't get into here, um, is what creates a pearl. And, you know, I don't know about you, Louise, but if I was an oyster, I would be really sad if I never created a pearl. Mm, you know, if I was one of these oysters that was just an oyster with no pearl, I think that would be a really big bummer. Okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> in that way, you know, I'm saying, like, let's welcome the grit. You know, this little bit of grit in my oyster shell that's like, you know what, this is irritating me, but, you know, through this I get to be one of the superstar oysters that makes a pearl. Mm-hmm. In our businesses and as human beings, you know, whether it be because you're in social media, Louise, guiding other people to, to succeed using that um, and gain visibility, or, you know, a client of, of mine who um, is in the therapy world um, mm-hmm. and has things that is annoyed by that. Another client of mine who's in the academic world who is really frustrated by the fact that, yeah. um, you know, PhD students and so on aren't able to get their their dissertations written in a, a, a timely manner, or whatever your business is, I am willing to bet because you know one of the most easy things for us to do, um, you know, it's not necessarily the most productive, but we're going to turn it into something productive now. Is you know noticing what bothers us. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise known as complaining. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay. It's not all sunshine and roses. It's like you're complaining about stuff. Something about what's happening in your market, your business, with your clients, whatever is pissing you off. Mm-hmm. 
make note of those things. Those are the grit pieces in your oyster. Mm-hmm. And from there, really cool things can happen yeah. that spur you to think about solutions mm-hmm. to that frustrating thing. I can give a couple of examples. Yes. Um, you know, let's say there is this example of Gina Hyatt who runs academicladder.com. She is a PhD and she has coached lots of PhDs to get their dissertations done so they can get out there and earn a living and not live in a box anymore, you know. Yes, I, um, I met Gina at your wealthy thought leader and then bumped into her again at another event. I love <laughs> it. Great. Isn't it fantastic what she's done is she's combined she's the world of academia with productivity principles that, like, she has this amazing way of teaching usable tips to help PhD students get their stuff written. Yeah. And so we see the A-B combination. But it all started with her being really pissed off at how the academic world is treating their PhDs. Ah, interesting. You know, it's just not right that they're not getting treated well, they're getting pressured, they're not getting paid well, they're not getting any support, they're getting berated. Um, Sometimes they get, you know, cut without any notice. You know, even professors, she would get really upset because they wouldn't get tenure. You know, all this stuff that was grit that wound up being, um, you know, her food for thought that led to this A-B combination that led to this now incredible business that did six figures in passive income last year. So, wow, amazing. You know, that's a great example of grit leading to something simple. Like your question was, what's something simple that's inspirational to get you started? Yeah. Um, lots and lots of different examples abound about, you know, from yeah. leading from something that just as simple as pisses you off. You know, maybe the person who invented the wheel started with grit. I have no way of corroborating that, so I can't <laughs> claim it as a success well, can story. Can you imagine, you know, trying to move a big, big, um, you know, rock that uh, that is like six-sided, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, or, you know, trying to get from place to place and being really sick and tired of walking that far all the time. Exactly. And all of a sudden, bingo, bango, a wheel. All right? Yeah. So pay attention to the oyster grit. Yeah. It's That's a good really way to great. get started. That's really great um, advice, Andrea. And, um, you know, because often we, we have we walk around, we feel these thorns in our sides, you know, of, of things that really annoy us. And, you know, if, if, especially if they happen repetitively, you know, if, they, if, if you know, it's a co- something that constantly shows up, you know, I, I would imagine that's truly, you know, going to be the grit that you want to be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. I think you're, that's a brilliant ing- uh, sort of elaboration of the principle. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so simple, and yet it just makes so much so much sense. And and well, you know how it is. We can create awarenesses around the most simple things just by the way that we we phrase them and talk about them. <laughs> so I love yeah, this. That's this right. is wonderful. Mm. Wonderful. So, and if if people wanted to learn more about um, supercharging their income through innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd love to hear about you know how they could go about doing that. I know that you you would like to share something with our listeners, and and I know they're always very um, appreciative. You know, when when guests come onto the show and and um, 
you know, share something, and I know you've got something special. So please tell mm-hmm. us more about how we can we can learn more about that. Well, I'd be super happy to. And, I, you know, part of my thing is I love to shock and amaze and delight, and, and if I possibly can. So um, <laughs> hopefully that's part of the way to, you know, stand out from a crowd. Um, but if you feel like this bug of innovation and income through innovation um, is something that is for you, um, I invite you to come join the conversation and go a little bit deeper. We talked about the oyster grit. We talked about the A-B combination. um, We talked about looking where other people are not. Um, I've put together a short set of lessons covering five ways. You know, so we've covered a few in some detail, but we'll cover a few more in some more detail um, in this little short um, e- short set of lessons. Um, I'm calling it Secrets to Income Through Innovation, Five Ways to Discover Your Thought Leadership Starting Today. And wow, it's completely no obligation. It really is. You know, I know that this is a new thing and not it's not everyone's cup of tea. And, you know, I have a funny way of teaching and speaking and telling stories, so I may not be your cup of tea, but you can find out. You know, spend a little bit more time with me if you like. Thank you so much, Louise, for the introduction to your community. Oh, um, I, <laughs> sign up, signing up for this little up. short course. Um, it's just an easy way for you to learn more. Um, dig deeper into this income through innovation idea. And where you want to go to get it is um, at a special link that we've created today called wealthythoughtleader.com slash Louise Crooks, our lovely Louise. So that should be easy for you to remember. I'll say it again. It's wealthythoughtleader.com slash Louise Crooks, and if you just stick it like you you know the drill, stick your email and your name in there, and we'll send you those short lessons. They're meant to be immediately usable, okay, guys. So don't think it like try to try to experiment with the idea that just because it's coming to you in your email, it's not necessarily all info crap. <laughs> okay, so these should be five pearls of lessons that really are usable for you right away, and along with that, actually. Um, I have an example of a little info product that my hope is will give you a model for how to create something that's not info crap um, on a topic that lots of people um, teach. You know, we've all heard about joint ventures and how important they are. What I did was say, okay, what is everybody else teaching about joint ventures? And what are they not teaching about joint ventures? And created a very short little booklet and a short MP3. And guess what it's called? Go on. How not to mess up a joint venture. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> how not to mess up the joint venture. And it includes a formula for talking about how to split money in a joint venture, which is what oh, everybody nice. else was not teaching, right, Louise? So yeah. once again, you know, in, in an effort to provide some value, this will be a gift for when you sign up for this uh, the, the short course. Um, once again, at wealthythoughtleader.com slash Louise Crooks, you'll get this how not to mess up a joint venture with the money formula conversation in it, completely no obligation, just as a thank you for – you know, looking in the mirror and accepting that responsibility for saying no to info crap because, you know, we need to spread the word. We need to gather together. We need to stick together um, to make sure our planet doesn't drown under info crap. Yeah, beautiful. 
Interesting, isn't it? It just occurred to me, Andrea, that um, joint ventures are like uh, like the AB combination, aren't they? You are a smarty. I love it. Yes. I thought that was a little secret thing that I was doing just, you know, for me, a little inside joke. But look at you. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So think about who's the peanut and, you know, who's going to be the peanut butter and who's going to be the chocolate. Yeah, Very exactly. Cool. I love it. You're, cool. you, I love your brain. That's a perfect connection. <laughs> well, I love I love that you, you offered that. Because it's, it's just a, such a perfect um, uh, in alignment with what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much, Andrea, for being here today. Um, I want to remind everyone that um, if you'd like to get a copy of, of Andrea J. Lee's Multiple Streams of Coaching Income, I'm going to be doing a draw, and that draw will take place at the end of um, the day tomorrow, just so that uh, anyone who's listening to the recording would get the opportunity to participate as well. I know how many of you actually listen to this after the show has aired, so I want to make sure that you get that opportunity too. Just uh, email um, info at keys to clarity.com. That's info at keys to clarity.com. And the, the book, which is brilliant, is Multiple Streams of Coaching Income by Andrew J. Lee. And, of course, if you want to just go and buy the book, which you have the option of doing too, um, you can always go to um, Andrea's website at uh, wealthythoughtleader.com. Thank so, you. So um, thanks so much, Andrea. If you have one golden nugget that you'd like to leave us, what would that be? You know what? Truly, less is more. This is kind of the underlying um, nugget of all of this thought leadership stuff, yeah. all yeah. of this um, info crap, saying no to info crap. Less is more. As you go about your work, try to be cognizant of stopping doing the things that are not working so that the right things can emerge. Stopping doing the info crap so that your thought leadership can emerge. Stopping, you know, reading a ton of things so that the great ideas can emerge. Yeah. And it's something we have to be so proactive about, you know, creating that space. So it's really powerful um, advice, um, Andrea, and, you know, it's something I constantly work at. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think we we all, whether we're beginning in our businesses or have been in business for a long time, you know, especially with the way the world is changing and being that, this is a very important part of, of um, our growth and and success. So thank you so much. You're really welcome. And thank you for all that you do. Will you keep it up? Because we need you out there helping to get this great stuff out there and your own great stuff too. So I thank you, Louise Crooks, our brilliant host, for all that you do. Thank you so much. So um, I'm just going to share with everyone um, a little bit about our, uh, uh, our show next week. You're very welcome to drop off if you want to, Andrea. Um, but thank you. Um, again, just thank you so much for being here. It's been a brilliant show. Um, <sighs> fun <stuff. laughs> So just uh, to all our listeners out there, um, next week is going to be a really great show. Um, really, you know, this is the, um, the the thought leader hot seat for health and well-being each month. And next week we're going to have um, Aurora Winters um, as our guest, and she is 
fairly well known um, as a, a bereavement um, coach and mentor. And, um, you know, often we as coaches or as practitioners in our businesses will have clients who are dealing with bereavement um, or gr uh, grief in some way. It could be not just about losing someone, but perhaps losing, you know, a relationship or, or um, you know, losing a business. Uh, I know my parents went through that and the, the aftermath was just incredible. So, you know, we, we want to be equipped to be able to handle that for ourselves, for our clients, and, you know, to support our families and friends too. So I really encourage you to come and listen to Aurora. She's, um, she's an expert in her field, and I know you're going to find some wonderful gems about how to approach and how to handle, um, you know, the people who are dealing with this in their lives so that you can really support them well. So without further ado, we've hit the hour, and how perfect is that? I just want to wish everyone a fabulous week, and uh, to your shining success. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Andrea. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>